Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Hispanic Chamber Connection. This is a radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. This show is broadcast from Lone Star Community Radio in downtown Conroe and can be heard at 104.5 and 106.1 FM or on the Internet at IRLoneStar.com, or you can watch us as a Facebook Live on the Hispanic Chamber's Facebook page. This program is sponsored by the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency, the one you need to know right here in Conroe. If you need insurance coverage for home, auto, or anything you care about, please give the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency a call at 936-756-1166 or visit her website at www.lupemartinez.com. This program is also sponsored by Image360, serving Northwest Houston. If you need any kind of signs for your business, please give Angela a call or text at 281-910-0843. My name is Tom Brody, the found money guy. If your business owns a commercial building and you want, to, want it to work for you by putting some money back in your pocket, please give me a call at 713-906-3710. Today I'm joined by my co-host for the show, Janice Marino, also known as my favorite stylist. How are you today, Janice? Hello. I'm doing fantastic today. Thank you. Very good. Tell us what you do and how can people get in touch with you. I am a hairstylist in Town Spring. Uh, I cut women's hair, I cut men's hair, I color men's hair, I color women's hair. Whatever you want, I can do for you. Oh, very good, very yes. good. So our guest today is Keitha Paget. Keitha is the author of a, a book, uh, Braving Mountains, A Journey to the Other Side of ADHD. Thank, Keitha, thank you for being with us today. How are you? I'm good, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Get the microphone back there. Okay. Um, <laughs> real quick, what's the best way to, for people to get in touch with you? Is it by text, phone, or email? <laughs> Uh, mostly by phone. My number is 281-910-5798. You okay. can also go to my website at keithapaget.com and leave me a message and I'll get back with you. Okay, very good. So we'll be talking with Keith in more detail in a few minutes, but first I want to describe the, the purpose of this radio program. The Hispanic Chamber Connection is one of the many benefits of membership in our chamber. Uh, so if you're a member and haven't appeared on this radio program yet, please send me an email to tom at tombrody.biz and we'll get you on the calendar. We're currently booked up into November, so that's one of the things that people have really been responding. Our members have been responding and coming on here, and it, it's helping their businesses, I know. So we also have a radio show in Spanish on Thursdays at 10 o'clock a.m. on Station 920. And the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the business chamber of choice, has three goals in mind for its members. Number one, visibility. Number two, business connections. And number three, targeted education. And there's no better way to fulfill all those goals than to have your business featured with, on one of our radio programs. Uh, we also have an email newsletter that informs members and guests about upcoming meetings and events. And to be added to the newsletter list, please send me an email, again, at tom at tombrody.biz. So one thing that's different this week, uh, if you have any questions for Keitha, please post them on our Facebook live stream, uh, which can be found on the Hispanic Chamber's Facebook page. And Janice Marino is going to be manning that, and she'll be sure to get any of your questions out on the air. So um, by all means, put them out there and let us know what's on your mind. So, Keith, to start off with you, um, we're going to talk about your book in detail, but first I want everyone to know a little bit about your background. So how would you describe your life before Cody was born? Well, I was a young mother, and I already had a son named Kyle, and he was four when Cody was born, and he didn't exhibit any of the problems that Cody eventually sh showed me. So basically, I was a mom who thought, oh, this is easy. I yeah. got this. <laughs> you got, you've already done yeah. that, right? Yeah. So you, don't, you didn't have any medical training or any medical background no. before getting into this. No. Okay. And, and this is your first book, correct? Right, right, so first book. what was that process like? Oh, that was, it was incredible. Uh, if you've never written a book, you should, just for the therapy it really? brings. Yeah, absolutely. 
It cleans out a lot of uh, cobwebs. <laughs> okay. You can write it down, erase, rewrite, uh, yeah, erase. Yeah, you, you end up finding things that you hadn't really dealt with. You thought you did. Mm. And then when you go back and revisit them, it gives you some time to to kind of re reset with them. Okay. And Very let them good. go, you know. Oh, yeah. So uh, how, do people exactly. get, how do people get a hold of your book? Uh, Amazon.com. You okay. just go to Braving Mountains. It'll be the first book that comes up. And um, you can order it there or you can give me a message on my website at keepthepageant.com and I can get a book to you. Okay. Very good. Very good. So what made you want to get your story out? Well, it's an interesting story. After he graduated in 2015, um, I had a lot of time on my hands. And uh, a friend of mine said, uh, come try our MLM. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm. But what turned, it, what turned out to be a blessing was that the two things that I mentioned in the book, rhodiola and maca, were used in this company's plant-based protein. I was like, oh, this is made for me. <laughs> yeah. I've been putting all this stuff together, and it tastes like crap. And this company really had a great shake that was all plant-based, and it had these two hormones that I was using. Or Actually, those are both things that uh, anybody can use. Uh, they're adaptogenic hormones okay. enhancers, you know. So anyway, long story short, once I started speaking in front of groups for this MLM, mothers would come to me and say, you should write a book. I mean, this is my kid's life. You touched on exactly what mm-hmm. I'm dealing with. And I heard that so often that I was out here uh, in the woodlands at a BNI, and I ran into Dr. Carlos. Mm. And lo and behold, he said, you should write a book. And I said, hey, <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Give the people what they want. Exactly. It was just something that, I, you know, it was the purpose. Mm-hmm. It was what I needed to do. Right. Okay. So your book deals with, with the struggles you had with your son, Cody, and, and his early diagnosis of ADHD. So why don't we jump to the end and, and you give us an update on what Cody's, how he's doing now and what he's doing now. He's 22. Okay. He is an elevator mechanic apprentice. He's been doing that for four years, and he's very successful with that. Uh, he just signed up for his first marathon in Dallas in December. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he, he climbs mountains. He, he skydives. He does everything. He is really an inspiration. Is that the reason for the title of your book? Yes. Yeah, oh, it is. The, the it mountains. is. Yeah, because what he dealt with and what I... What I dealt with as a mother felt like we were climbing a mountain all the time. Yeah, I that's bet. just the way it feels. And you know, he's an adventuresome child, and uh, yeah, so he had a lot to do with that. Super cute. Okay, very good. So I, I know you're still in the early days of getting your book out, but um, what's been the early reaction to your book, especially from parents? <laughs> One of the funniest things that I would have never thought is most people say, "I hear your voice when I'm reading," and that's weird. <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a compliment. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, they're like, it's like you were talking to me in my head. Yeah. Uh, but the, the biggest reaction is like from moms who get to the back, to the appendix, mm-hmm. uh, and it gives you some meditation techniques and, and things on how to relax. And as moms, we yeah. don't know how to do that. Right. We think we do. If we sit down and watch TV, we think that's relaxing, but it's not. Right. So the feedback I'm getting is, wow. I really didn't know I wasn't doing that. Or hydration. I thought I was drinking enough water. Yeah. So from parents, I'm getting a lot of, oh, I felt like I was doing that. But when I really gauged it, oh, I needed help. So you're gi- you're giving it more for the parents' perspective. Yes, no. absolutely. Oh, I yeah. think that could be a misconception when you read it's ADHD. You think it's only about the kid. But what I, we found in our family was it was the whole family. Mm-hmm. The whole unit. It takes a village. Absolutely. I think I mentioned that in the book. Well, yeah, and it's not only you're not only you're helping Cody get over it, but you know, you're bringing all those 
changes in diet and just changes in mm-hmm. lifestyle to your whole family, and, and your whole family benefited from that. It did, and we would not have known the benefit had we not had Cody. Right. So there's the blessing in the mix. You know, ADHD is actually a blessing. If you look, if you want to look at it that way, right. if you want to see it in that light, you will. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So, have you gotten any reaction from the medical community? Uh, Vicki Mabel, the one who wrote um, my forward, is one of my doctors, mm-hmm. and she was all for this book. And another one, um, Dr. Taylor, she also was encouraging when I started to write the book because she knows there's not a lot of information about pandas or right. what is known as pediatric autoimmune. Neuropsychiatric disorders associated with streptococcal infections. Holy that cow. is a that is wild. Yeah, it's think... called pandas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So she said, "There's got to be a lot more information out there." So yeah, I, that feedback has been very positive. Right. Have you had any negative no. feedback from the medical community? No. Okay. Because I know in some of the some of the examples in your book are kind of talking about how things were misdiagnosed and, and yes. initially just treated just yes. the way everybody's used to treating it, just throw medicine at it, you know. Right. And so I didn't know if you would have some pushback to say, this is the way way we're treating. No, I haven't had any pushback uh, by anyone because I I try to make it clear that if I were a doctor and I saw so many cases of the same type Mm -hmm. of thing every day, I would get used to saying the same thing. Yeah. You know, and like I, I said before, this was a fluke that we found out about the streptococcal infections because a doctor just took the time to sit with us and ask yeah. strange questions. And genuinely, it's about your experiences, right. not just about the medical part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And the one thing I, I liked about the, the book also is that, you know, you, you kind of broke it up you know, into chapters, but each chapter really was geared toward a specific type of problem. And then you actually addressed that. And then in the, in the end of that chapter, you, you kind of listed some symptoms. These yes. are things to look for. And then you talked about how you changed the diet and, and you know, specifically like meals and things yes. like that, so mm-hmm. what you were doing before and what you did after. Right. And then just kind of show, because it, it makes it very approachable and something that it's not this huge undertaking that people have to do, that they can actually kind of follow this as kind of a guidebook. That's right. I wanted to give the, the reader some early examples, mm-hmm. because if, if I had to start over and do all of these things at once. It would be overwhelming to me right? because I did one at a time until I saw what effect they had, and then I added another. Yeah. So with this, I felt like the menu examples would show, like, in the morning we might have waffles and syrup in our old diet, but in our new diet we might have um, still-cut oats, something that would stay with you that would yeah. be more protein-based, things like that. Uh, and I felt like many parents, if it seems too hard, you're just not going to try it. Absolutely. You're not yeah. going to do it. So those meal uh, examples were there just to kickstart you. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that you had gone through a, a lot of things and had a lot of issues, but was, one, was there one thing that really set you off on your journey of, of, of kind of self-discovery that you need to find a res- you need to find an answer? Yes. After a... Uh, about a year of him taking um, his medication, there was just one morning where he just broke down in tears and cried and said, I, please don't make me take this anymore. Wow. And it wasn't until that minute that I really looked at him. I had, been, I had been parenting him and guiding him and let's do this, let's do that. But I had never really observed him until that moment. And then when I saw the the dark circles under his eyes and, you know, the bones sticking out of his collarbones. It was, he was deteriorating. He was literally physically deteriorating, all for the cause of being better behaved. 
right. or getting better grades. And I said, I put the pill in my pocket of my robe, and I said, we'll talk about it this evening. And after I put him on the bus that day, I remember coming back into the kitchen, and I just, like, melted onto the floor, and I, I just cried. And, said, you know, God, if you give me something else, I promise I'll do it. I don't care what it is, but I don't know anymore. Right. And as um, he started <laughs> to give me signals, which is what... You know, people's like, I don't know what to do. If you put it out there, it will show up. And for us, it was magnesium. Okay. That was the number one thing. It's easiest thing to do for someone with ADHD. They mostly are mineral deficient in magnesium. And that keeps them from sleeping well at night. That keeps them from going to the bathroom daily. Uh, and those two things on their own would make you, you know, attention yeah. deficit. If yeah. you right. can't go to the bathroom and you don't yeah. sleep. Yeah. And uh, so then putting the medication... On top of these issues he already had, now he's not eating. So he's mm-hmm. not eating, he's not sleeping, he's not going to the bathroom. No one can function like that. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that was the turning point. And from there, the magnesium was such an inspiration that you got excited. It's like losing weight. When you first start losing weight, you're like, oh, this is <laughs> cool. Right. After that, it was cool. And he was so on, on board because he felt so much better and he was starting to be happy and laughing and come climb in your lap. Mm-hmm. And he was just a different personality, all because... He had had a deficiency that we weren't addressing. What did you feel like after you've seen, when you see that, when you saw that change, as a mom, you notice these things and you're like, you know what, I have to make. Oh, you're you empowered. You were just so empowered. I remember my mom saying, oh, Keitha, what, what have you done? Because he's like happy. And he just generally was not a happy, go lucky kid. Wow. And it changed who he was forever. How you old know? was he at this point? He was about eight and a half, okay. nine years old in that range. And um, what you ask is, how did I feel? You feel like you've just won the lottery, <laughs> you know, because yes, it was that simple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it also makes you think, okay, if I can do that, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. And I started taking every supplement that he took because I was never again going to give him something that I wasn't experiencing okay. the side effects from. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. You're doing it together, literally. Oh, we did every one of the. That's amazing. Yeah, and it helped both of our lives the same way. We, I had no idea I was mineral deficient until him. Wow. Okay. Well, we've been talking with Keitha Patchett, author of Braving Mountains, A Journey to the Other Side of ADHD. And when we come back, Keitha's going to share some advice for parents who think they may have a child with ADHD. Stay with us. Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone. Addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information, Extension Programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better.
Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection, a radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. This program is sponsored by the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency, the one you need to know right here in Conroe. If it's time to renew your insurance coverages or if you've never shopped for insurance rates, please give the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency a call at 936-756-1166. My name is Tom Brody, the found money guy. If your business owns a commercial building and you want it to work for you by putting a little money back in your pocket, please give me a call at 713-906-3710. We're also joined by another member of the Hispanic Chamber, Janice Marino, also known as my favorite stylist. Janice, tell us what you do and, and how can people find you? Where's your salon located? I am a hairstylist located in Old Town Spring. I cut, color, and remove hair. Interesting. And you okay. can text me at 719-205-4734. Okay, very good. And if you have questions for Keitha today, uh, please post them to our Facebook Live page, uh, which can be found on the Hispanic Chamber's Facebook page. And Janice will make sure to ask those questions on the air because she's, she's monitoring that for us. So when we left, um, we asked Keith if, if she could actually give some advice for people who think they may have a child with ADHD. Um, how would you advise them to proceed? You know, do they, should they go get their child tested or they just start following what you were telling them to do in the book? I mean, what's the best way for them to, to start? Why don't you start again? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, everybody has their own journey of when they start seeing ADHD symptoms, or if they do. Uh, some people tell me that they're seeing them in preschoolers, and that's kind of hard to, you know, to discern. Yeah. Uh, but when you get to the school, the school usually will tell you. <laughs> yes, you got to do something. And at that point, they just gave me a questionnaire. I went to the doctor. The doctor gave me a questionnaire, and it's very... To me, I felt like it was very vague. It was like, do you fight with your brother? Do you, uh, <laughs> yes. do you get upset <laughs> when you don't get your way? And I thought, well, this is very vague. But because I was up against the wall, I felt like I had to go ahead and give it a try. Mm -hmm. So if I were to do it over again, knowing what I know now, I would definitely play around with vitamins, minerals, foods, before I did anything else. Really? Okay. You know, and I would just observe. I, uh, one of the things I mentioned in the book is, if you put your child to bed at night, head on the pillow, and you come in the next morning and his head's at the foot of the bed or maybe he's in the living room or something like that, <laughs> yeah. you know he's not sleeping well. Yeah. Right. You know, he's not sleeping soundly. Even if he's asleep, he's not really asleep and resting. Those are the things I tell him to look for, that and, uh, you know, how their skin looks, how their hair grows. Sometimes you have a child that hair just doesn't grow and you're you may be B vitamin deficient. Mm -hmm. oh, those wow. are easy things to fix. Yeah. And they're not going to hurt you. So if you fix those and you tweak those and they still don't give you enough of a 
they don't give enough of an advantage to you. Then go to your doctor, then see what you can do okay. after that. But for me, that's what I would do is I would just observe my child. Okay, very good. So in the book, you described several of the um, revelations you discovered by simply changing your family's diet, right? And I think you talked about the magnesium one. Was there another one that was really a, a huge change after you tried it? Yes, probiotics. Probiotics okay. and prebiotics were a huge thing. They come right after the magnesium shift that we made. Uh, your gut is your second brain. And now they even, it's, it's said that that's where depression and stuff comes from is bad. Really? Yeah, gut flora. Okay. You know, when your gut's healthy, the rest of your body's healthy. Mm. Uh, and so for Cody, someone who did not go to the bathroom regularly, like he'd go maybe a week, two weeks. Wow. Backed oh, up and he'd no. see specialists and they really couldn't give me any answers. Uh, after we started to get a daily bowel movement, well, now what we got to do is we got to go back and fix the gut. We've got to go back and put things in the gut because you need proper stomach acid. Right. And then that also falls in line with your B's and C's. They promote healthy stomach acid. So when you put the whole picture together, it's a complete picture. But it was like we were painting by numbers, a little bit of magnesium, a little right. bit of probiotics, right. you know, and that kind of thing. And then when it all came together, it was, you know, this beautiful aha. Was it hard to go back and to, like, kind of remember, like, how you did, what you did, like, the little I, things? or You know, I would think it would be, and sometimes I get a little nervous, like, am I going to remember this? But it all is like riding a bike. I remember everything we went through and, and what each one of those mm -hmm. things did for us. Right. And how it changed his personality. Like, for instance, um, the probiotics kept his stomach from being bloated. He was a skinny, skinny kid, but he would have the wow. bloated stomach mm. like someone who might have been starving sure. in a third world country that's what he would look like oh because gosh. he had all that gas oh, and stuff oh, baby. wow do you have pains with that i mean oh yes. kind of gas mm -hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. you got to know if you're holding back bowel for a week yeah you're going to stretch all of your mm -hmm. intestines and you know that creates all kinds of pockets and things like that for infection and right. stuff so yeah he had a lot of pain you know no. and so that's why i think he was so happy the magnesium. Absolutely. You feel lighter. <laughs> you can smile. Exactly. I don't mean to laugh, but I can just ima yeah, imagine yeah. it. Now, magnesium, where, I mean, is that something you can get over the counter? Or is there you can. And there's good magnesium, a, bad magnesium? Well, I, I try to tell people, don't don't just go to the to the local Walmart and get like a $3 magnesium. Right. The one in the glass it. bottle. <laughs> yeah, research it uh, because there's three different, you know, there's magnesium oxide and magnesium citrate and those type of things. And for us, one works better than the other. Okay. But I know other people who have the opposite. Oh. So it's something you've got to kind of play with. Magnesium is uh, a cool mineral because if you put too much in your body, your body's going to just have looser bowel. Okay. So if you do, you're like, oh, that was too much. Yeah, I can. Oh. You know, it's you it's self adjust next time. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, a lot of this puts the the trial and error on the parent, and some parents are a little afraid of that, mm. and it's easier just to get the prescription from a doctor and say, "We'll just do this, and yeah. it'll be okay." Yeah. But I promise, if you if you trust yourself enough to try it, you won't fail at it because our bodies are resilient. If there's too mm -hmm. much magnesium, it gets rid of it. You know, if there's not enough, it backs up, and you know to add some more. Right. And so for the probiotics, how did, where did you get that from? Or where did you, what did you use? Okay, that's an interesting one. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, as you get to the end of the book, you realize that my son really dealt with streptococcal infections. A lot of probiotics will have strep 
in the probiotic. Wow. Really? Yes. And so at the beginning, we were like struggling with probiotics because he kind of felt worse. Mm-hmm. We didn't know at the time why. Mm-hmm. We found one probiotic that worked. We used it. No problem. When he got to be 16 and we realized that he had high strep in his uh, bloodstream and in his stomach. And I mentioned that to my doctor that some probiotics make him feel bad. She said, of course, because they have strep. You have to have a certain one that never has strep in it. And that's what we had, and that's what we stuck with. And so there's now, one Can or you two. see that in, on the instruction yeah. label yeah. or it, something? It's on the bottle. We'll come with strep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Because strep's healthy for, for the human body. You know, that part of that in the normal person's gut's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But he had too much, so we didn't need to tip the scale. Gotcha. But you okay. will see it in very fine print. It's really, really small. All of the ingredients in a probiotic, and there's a ton. So yeah. you just have to be diligent and okay. look. All right, very good. Now, the one thing we kind of talked about, and you mentioned being the into the chapter um, is all, all the things at the very end in the appendix, you know, where you've got different recipes and, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So that I like that, that it's very easy to follow, and especially tools and then mm-hmm. you have meditation you know, techniques and things to try. Um, how, does, how has that been received by people who've read it? Because I, I thought it was very helpful. I thought, yeah. I wish I'd have had this when I had kids just because it was, I mean, <laughs> right. you mentioned the whole thing about um, mowing the lawn and having yes. that be a meditation for you. And I, I found that I, I was thinking back when I used to do that, and I went, yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd go out there for a couple hours and just be totally shut down, you know. That's and it. I don't know how I didn't run over my feet because I wasn't thinking about a thing, you, you know. You're on just, autopilot. Yeah. You are, and it's meditative, and I love it. And I would mow so much, my husband would say, hey, you know, <laughs> you're killing me on gas here. But that was my release. That's when I went yeah. and meditated. And some people, it's fishing. Some people, it's shopping or just getting away from the house for a little yeah. bit. But uh, one of the things that I thought was the biggest lesson I learned was I would always be like so many other parents and say, I put my kids first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a real yay thing. But if you are, you're teaching them to have kids and put them first and them first and them first and them first. And then there, no one ever taught that child how to self-care, how to listen to their body. So if I wasn't listening to how foods were making me feel and I wasn't taking time to meditate or exercise, all I was showing my kids is that someone else is more important. You put someone else first and it perpetuates that idea that you never stop to take care of yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was the biggest lesson, and that's when I started implementing the meditation. And you're right, most people are more <laughs> impressed by the appendixes of the oh, book. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's such helpful information in, in, in such an easy-to-understand and easy-to-digest, I mm-hmm. guess, um, approach, mm-hmm. you know, because it's very, it's very straightforward and laid out, and it's just it's, it's helpful. I mean, a lot of people think they know about those things, like you said, mm-hmm. med- about meditation, but don't realize that some of the things that they do every day is a great opportunity to kind of shut everything down and, and yes. just kind of clear your head. Right. Yeah. And, and that it's okay to do. Yeah. Because many of us feel like, well, it's not okay because I really got to, you know, I got to go clean the dishes. Mm-hmm. I got to mm-hmm. go do the clothes. But really, meditation is is so helpful. And I'm glad that he learned how to meditate as a younger person. Yeah. Because it's helped him in his adult life. No, I bet. I bet. That's a big lesson, though. That's yes. a really, really big See, lesson. See, my opinion is instead of detention, they should teach yoga and meditation. You wouldn't have kids getting in near as much trouble. There you go. If That's start reflecting point. on what, how you're behaving. <laughs> well, yeah, and if they didn't like it, they wouldn't get in trouble, so yeah. they didn't have to go back to meditation. 
<laughs> that's that's gonna be the new thing. You're going to uh, you're going to meditation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no. It'll be a good. Take your little symbols off. Exactly. Exactly. So with everything you had going on in the family, how did you find out about the the Hispanic Chamber? Well, as I was talking about, I was with the uh, the MLM. Okay. And I was here in the Woodlands, and I was at a BMI. A BNI. I was a uh, a guest, and Carlos Sanchez was a guest as well. Okay. We got to talk in there. Uh, next month. I was at a synergy, and whoo, there he is again. He's oh, everywhere. You know? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he is. is. <laughs> and uh, once I realized what he had to offer and the idea behind his type of chamber, right. I was all in. Yeah. I brought my checkbook, and I was like, here you go. Here's two years membership. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So how, I mean, how has being a member of the chamber helped you in your personal oh, development? It's helped me grow so much, I think, toward my purpose here on okay. earth. I mean, it's more than just a, uh, helping me with a job or, you know, in a community. This has helped me to grow to be who I need to be. And it's like I was telling you, I flooded in Harvey a couple of years ago and the chamber stepped up and helped me in just a tremendous way. And just having that love and support wow. like a family, right. you don't get that in a lot of chambers. Yeah. You know, you might have a once a month meeting and that's it. Right. You know, definitely helped you find your purpose. It did. Absolutely. He was put in my way for a reason. I love I love those stories. I yeah, love those stories. That's great. Okay. We've been talking with Keith we've been talking with Keith the Paget, owner of Braving Mountains. This is the book if you haven't seen it yet. A journey to the other side of ADHD. And when we come back we're going to talk about a quote from her book that I found fascinating and very insightful especially as a parent. Stay with us. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture, learning about how food is grown and produced, and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio.
Welcome back, everyone. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection, a radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. This program is sponsored by the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency, the one you need to know right here in Conroe. If it's time to renew your insurance coverages, please give the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency a call at 936-756-1166. My name is Tom Brody, the found money guy. If your business owns a commercial building and you want it to work for you by putting some money back in your pocket, please give me a call at 713-906-3710. And we're joined by another member of the Hispanic Chamber, Janice Marino, also known as my favorite stylist. Janice, how can the people get in touch with you? They can text me at 719-205-4734. I mean, if you're not a text you, you can call. The text is great. Okay, very <laughs> good. So if you have any questions for Keitha Padgett, who's our guest today, please post them on our Facebook Live. And Janice is actually, she got some questions. Great. Uh, And we will actually cover those. um, Actually, we can cover those right now. So what kind of questions you got? I do have a question that says, my child is not ADHD, but can I try some of the foods and techniques? Absolutely. Absolutely. She said absolutely. Yeah. 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 Hands down. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that struck me is just the the whole magnesium thing. I mean, I'd never heard that before, but I I would think that everybody should be doing that because you're... Yeah, I've, I used it once before when I was in the Army. It was right before waiting tape. Mm-hmm. So they told me to get a big old... <laughs> the, <laughs> the night before Before what? The glass bottle tape. of drink. Like okay. they weigh and tape you to see if you meet the standards. Okay. So the night before, my dad said, drink a whole bottle of this, put it in the fridge so it tastes better. So I downed it. It worked. And let me tell you. <laughs> to drop weight? <laughs> to drop okay, weight. Okay, gotcha. It worked. Okay. But, like, I've heard it before, but I didn't realize it could be used, like, as a mineral, like, something right. that you can take, like, either daily or something to help keep you regular. Right. Okay. Right. And that's what I would say. Even if your child's not ADHD, and this is going to sound gross, but I really believe a parent should be on top of the bowel movements. Even if your right. kid's, like, six, seven, eight years old, ask, have you went to the bathroom today? Is it, how is it? You know, is yeah. it tough? Is it hard? Yeah. You know, those kind of questions. My kid, he just got used to answering them. It didn't even phase him anymore. <laughs> and all of his friends, as they got to be teenagers, they're like, hey, I, you know. What I say is... they're asking you questions? Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, they did. Uh, he had a, a good friend who had an a- ACL tear, and he had to have surgery. And because you're on painkillers, mm-hmm. which right. al- always makes you constipated, and then on top of that, your tissues are trying to heal, that's going to take your magnesium stores. So when you're trying to heal from something like uh, a hard workout or football practice or that kind of thing, you want to bump the magnesium that night before or that day before because you're going to need those extra stores. You know, and so usually the gut or the intestines get the magnesium last. Your heart and your brain are always going to get it first to keep you alive. Right. So that's why people tend to have less water in their colon and things like that. That was my son's problem. Wow. Right. So, yes, so by all means... That's no matter if your child doesn't show any of these symptoms, except they may not sleep well at night, mm-hmm. magnesium mm-hmm. helps you to sleep. Wow. That's, that's awesome. That's really insightful. I'm sitting here like, what? Exactly. Oh, my exactly. God. Okay. Right. Oh, we're going to the store. That's right. <laughs> like, find that stuff now. So any other feedback on um, Facebook Live? They're, I think they're cooking. You know, the little dots. dots. Oh, yeah. They're still thinking. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, thinking. Well, let's, let's talk about the question I kind of teed up before going to um, – Break. Toward the end of Chapter 7, you talked about the change in Cody after completely coming off the ADHD meds and, and doing the fish oil mm-hmm. and, and kind of the fish oil supplements. Um, and, and there was a line that didn't really have anything to do with fish oil per se, um, but 
to quote you, you said, I had come to appreciate the beauty in being happy in average, right? And in the line, I think you were talking about Cody, but what did you mean by that? Well, as a parent, I was, there is, it's a two-sided coin. You go through the, the stress of them having all of these ADHD symptoms and low grades and poor behavior and that kind of thing. And each day your kid goes to school and they feel less confident and they're, they're emotionally hurt mm -hmm. because they don't like it in trouble. You don't like to be told a million times, sit down, be still, especially if you don't even know you're doing it, right. which is a lot of times the case. It's kind of autopilot. So that was one side of the coin. And on the other side of the coin, I was getting what I wanted as he was on medication because he was having straight A's mm. because he was, he was smart enough to do the work. He was capable. However, the stress that it was putting on his physical body mm -hmm. and his health that wasn't any good either. Right. And so what I had to come to as a parent was that there was beauty in his being a C student, mm -hmm. being average. You know, his personality started to emerge as he was average, okay. but not when he was medicated and not when he was mm. downtrodden for having bad grades or being the talker in the class or that kind of thing. Right. So the middle of the road was where I felt the best on our journey. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, yeah. it's perfectly okay. He's that healthy. He's happy. He's being himself. It yeah. is. And he got to show me who he was. See, that was where the guilt fell on me as I was trying to make my kids who I thought would be best for them as right. they grew. Uh, what I was failing to realize is the world that I grew up in doesn't exist anymore. Right. So they need to be who they're going to be because the world needs them. They don't need another Keitha or another Clint like my husband. Mm -hmm. They need Cody and Kyle and Caleb. And they're going to inherently have the gifts that God gave them, but they sometimes have to be average yeah. for the parent to sit back and say, oh, you know, you're pretty cool. Yeah. That's one thing I tell my kids. I like you. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, mom, whatever. <laughs> I said, but no, really, everybody loves their kids. Right. Yeah. But I like hanging out with y'all. Y'all are fun people. And they're like, oh, okay. But I think as a mom, you would probably get what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Right? No, no, right. absolutely. Yeah, like, you like you, the humans you created. They, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah feel accomplished yeah. yeah well one of the things that, that i've always felt i want to see what you felt about that do you feel that parents perhaps push their kids too much to be too active sometimes in, in other activities yes. yes i do believe i know that for myself i was guilty of that as soon as they were born i started thinking of college mm -hmm. and how they needed to get there and, and what they needed to do and if it was baseball or pole vaulting which both kids did that's what I was doing. I was like, okay, we got practice, we gotta go, we gotta go. Yeah. That wasn't exactly their dream. It was more mine to get a goal accomplished. Right. You know, so in that respect, yes, I think they're overbooked. Now, if a kid is doing something because they want to do it, it's art classes, it's ballet, it's whatever, because they cannot go without doing that in that day, then yeah, they should do it. Right. But not necessarily to get a, you know, a scholarship. Right. And, and two, I mean, one of the things I found when my kids were growing up is that a lot of the other parents had their kids booked to like six different things yeah. every day after school. I mean, one mm -hmm. time I was talking to my daughter's friends and I said, do you like piano? And she says, no, I hate it. <laughs> I said, well, why? Because she was here for like, she was with us for like 20 minutes and she had to go to something else. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is your playtime, you know, 20 <laughs> minutes in between. And I asked her about the piano. She says, I hate it. Yeah. I said, why are you doing it? My mother wants me to do it. I said, well, tell her you don't like it. Because I'm sure your mother's paying a lot of money. Right. And if it's something you don't, because I, I told my kids, you pick one thing. <laughs> and we'll do one thing full bore. You know, yeah. but we can't be going 16 Everywhere. different ways. Right. Because I think that causes a lot of stress 
On the kids, too. The kids and the parents, both. They really don't realize how much stress they're putting on themselves yeah. as parents, especially yeah. if you have multiple kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. five different things yeah. at the same time. And You're nuts. Yeah, and then that kind of leads, you don't don't have time to eat right. That's yeah. right. So you're catching fast food all the time, and that just keeps right. going, going, going. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you it's a snowball. Also, there's a movie called The Little Prince mm-hmm. on Netflix. And it's pretty much the mom had the her their daughter's life completely planned out, like from the moment, from the mm-hmm. month to the day to the wow. year and everything. And she said, I made a friend. She said, okay. And she looks around. She was like, hmm, if you do all your grades next summer for 20 minutes on a Tuesday, <laughs> you can hang out with your friend. You can have a friend. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so everything exactly. that you're saying, like, not only is applicable, yeah. like, and what we're doing, but uh-huh. like it's in the bigger picture, it's more common. That's right. It's very common. That's right. Yeah. But that's it's our culture. I, yes. Yeah. And, it, and it's up to us to break it. Yeah. And to be okay with breaking it. Right. Because you know, those of us that are older mm-hmm. didn't grow up that way. Right? right. And so you might do one thing or maybe you didn't do anything. As that's true. As organized yeah. activity. And that was okay. Right. You know, and it's just one of those things like you don't have to be in six things. And you don't have to worry about measuring up to another group of parents. Right. That's a big thing with our society is that we think if we're not pushing our kids, then we're slackers. It's okay to be a slacker. It's yeah. perfectly normal. You know, we're just you're giving yourself a break. Yeah. yeah. You want your kid to be happy, not just pushed. Right. To, the to burn out. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Because that was one thing that I could see in, in, in my son trying to push him through like football. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I thought he enjoyed it, and then we sat down. And he says, "No, I don't really like it." And I said, "Okay, then stop." Mm-hmm. You know, but right. you got to finish the season because you're right. not going to quit on the team. But after that, then we're then done. You're done. Yeah, mm-hmm. so right. that that's very important. Did you find? Did you find something when you were with your son, like learning stuff, how to like read him more? Oh and yes, what, finding activities that you both can enjoy and both relax Absolutely. together. Absolutely, we we to this day we'll go on trips together and we'll go hiking together and stuff, and we really have a good communicating work, I mean, relationship where we don't have to talk. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like I can read him. You know, I can see in his eyes when he's sick. I can tell when he has a fever. Mm-hmm. You know, as a mom, you know those things anyway. Yeah. But you can start to even pick up on small mood changes mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, kind of had a hard day. Yeah, eventually mm-hmm. they'll open up. Right, That's right. Awesome. Yeah. right. Okay. So over and over through the book, you, you stress the importance of, of plant-based vitamins and minerals. Is there a way to readily identify if an item is plant-based versus synthesized in lab somewhere? Well, it takes research on okay. your part. Uh, but on the back of every bottle on the nutrition label, you will see vitamins A, B, C, K, that kind of thing. Right. And off to the side. Strap. <laughs> yes, I'm probiotic, but yes. You will see to the side uh, plant derived from plants. Okay. Or like folate. It'll say derived from broccoli. That's what you want. On the side, but yeah, not Yeah, like the... under the dot, dot, dot. Okay. You know, you know, it'll be like... So bring your magnifying glass Absolutely, because yeah. it's small. Or, you know, or research online before you go to the store. Uh, or get with, a, like, Juice Plus. Oh, you my know. daughter gets those. Right. Yeah. Those are good supplements. Okay. You know, I believe in food first, but sometimes you got to jump start right. what you're doing mm-hmm. to, to get the best effect. And for that, if you go uh, to, say, a grocery store and you pick up a name brand vitamin, more than likely it's going to be a chemical-based, a synthetic, and it's going to be made to assimilate as closely as possible a plant-based vitamin. Okay. But it's not going to be exact. And for some people it works, but there's people like my son and myself who uh, we have MTHFR, which is a mutated gene for folate, and 50% of population has that and doesn't know it. Wow. And that leads to things like Alzheimer's, schizophrenia, heart disease, and stuff like that. If we were 
able to put, you know, cooked spinach and broccoli twice a week into our meals, that would remedy that mutated gene. Wow. But not such as, like, for myself, prenatal vitamins were chemical-based. Yeah. So I was never getting any folic acid. Okay. So when I had a miscarriage, I didn't know that it was because I had a mutated gene that wasn't allowing me to turn folic acid into usable folate. Right. That would have made all the difference. You know, so uh, in my book, I also start at pregnancy to tell moms, go back to what you were doing when you were pregnant. What were symptoms that you had when you were, when the baby was in gestation? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And start there and work forward. And usually that gives you a pretty good indication of what the child might be deficient. Yeah, it it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. You know, because you're growing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I don't have folate, then my baby doesn't have, you know, folate. And then if I start with, you know, formula and stuff like that, that may be chemical folic acid, I'm not helping him. I'm yeah. actually hurting him because that chemical can now not get out of his system. It like wow. circulates and circulates and circulates. So things like that have been big eye-opener for us. Okay. So there's more than just strep that runs in the background. There's things like MTHFR that's the gene. There's even uh, recently there was a, a young man who he had an extra Y chromosome. And that will cause aggression and ADHD symptoms and things like that. And so these are things that are being treated for this umbrella mm-hmm. diagnosis. But there's there's really a simply there's a, a there's a root yeah. to it. But you have to really dig to find it. Wow. Oh man. So you have to take like check your hormones and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's one of the things that you're not going to get from a normal doctor. You have to go not pursue that. Not usually. Yeah. Um, I was told, Miss Padgett, you'll never find it in food. Don't even try. But then we found it in food. Right. So, you know, I'm just saying, you can do it. If you want it, whatever you want to do, you will do. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we've been talking with Keitha Padgett, author of Braving Mountains, A Journey to the Other Side of ADHD. And when we come back, we're going to talk to her about what's next for Keitha on her journey. Stay with us. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. 
Welcome back, everyone. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection, a radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. This program is sponsored by the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency. So when it's time to review your rates or if you've never had them, sorry about that. If you've never had them, um, if you've never had them shopped, let me kill this thing. (laughs) Stop that. Um, you need to call the Lupe Martinez Insurance Agency at 936-756-1166. My name is Tom Brody, the found money guy. And if your business owns a commercial building and you want it to work for you by putting some money back in your pocket, please give me a call at 713-906-3710. And as always, we've got another member of the Hispanic Chamber, Janice Marino, also known as my favorite stylist. Tell us, Janice, where is your salon located and how can people get in touch with you? My salon is located in Old Town Spring, Whereabouts? close to 45. Yeah, on what road? Spring Cypress. Okay, Spring very Cypress. Good. Spring Cypress 45, very accessible by the Valero. Uh, and they can text me at 719 205 4734. All right, very good. So if people have been um, sending some questions in to Keith, our guest today, on the Facebook Live page, um, you can still do that, so send them to us, and Janice is monitoring that, and so she'll be able to ask those questions on air. So when we went to break, we um, talked about what's next for Keith on her journey. So, again, tell us where people can find your book. Uh, Amazon. Okay. Braving Mountains will be the first thing that comes up. Yep. And if you can't access us through Amazon, keithapaget.com, you can message me, and I'll get you a book. Okay. So now what's, what's next for you now that the book's out? What are you going to be doing? My second book. Your second book. Second oh. book yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. What's that going to be about? Uh, it's Mountains too. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called uh, "Who Are You in Act Two, oh. and it's more for uh, it's it's for everybody, but it's geared toward women around okay. forty, uh, like myself, who you know I was a mom, did that kind of thing, and now I'm an author. You right. Know? Oh. That's what I did. That's you awesome. know, and so the book is going to showcase the changes that we make as we get older. You know, you raise your kid, and that's like your first act. You get that going, and now what do gotcha, you want? This is the second part of your life. Yeah. Second part happen. of your life, and it's time to be reborn. It's time to do whatever it is that you want to do. You've had, you know, 40 years to figure out. I like out. that. Yeah, and I yeah, I'm, I'm started a podcast, and uh, I have a few under my belt now that uh, it's women. A lot, a lot of women yeah. that say, uh, yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do until I was like 40 or 45, and I just jumped into it. Yeah, like Oprah. Well, yeah. You know, I had a, a lady out that I was interviewing the other day, and she, Shelly Barndollar, it was Show Homes Houston, and she's like, I didn't know I wanted to start my own business at mm-hmm. my age, but I did, and I love it. I was oh. pushed into it, but it was great. And it's just like the book, it opened my eyes to, yeah. we really need a, a coach ourselves to say hey your life isn't over when your kids are out of school right your life just begins yeah that's true that's, that's true. amazing i'm so excited well like, good you'll so have to be on my here. show yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know it's all audio but it's like women talking over lunch yeah. you know how that can get out of control yeah you know <laughs> and so my husband's like do you kind of find enough to talk about i was like have you been with me <laughs> are you sure you know like, have you like, met yeah. me yeah exactly we can go three hours and never tell you what we talked about so that's what the program's going to be like okay well, you know awesome. we talked about this and that yeah, yeah. Exactly. so are, are you able to get out and talk to groups Yes. You know, like I said before, I published the book. I had spoke to a few groups of mothers. And what I would like to do is be able to get with PTAs or PTOs, daycares who might want to put together something for their their mothers and their parents, that I could come in and kind of give some guidance and things like that uh, just to say, you can do this. This is easy. Right. 
you know, it's not as hard as it might seem. Yeah. And the one thing I, I would think that be, like you said, preschool is probably too, too early to be able to identify some right. of those mm-hmm. symptoms. But what age group of, of kids do you think would be perfect th- target for? I think around the seven, eight, nine-year-olds. Okay. You know, uh, even preschool, you can start to see sleep issues there or going to the bathroom issues. You can see that in that age group. Right. But when you start to put uh, a kid in a social and school environment, you know, that's where all of ours kind of accumulated there and we come to a head. So that's where I would like to talk with people about that. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. I hope other people are excited to know that they can take control of their lives and their kids' lives and take it into their own hand. And there's no judgment. There's no law. There's nothing that says you can't be the hero in your kid's life. And I'm here to show you that, how to be your kid's hero. Absolutely. Okay. And when's the second book coming out? I'm hoping to have it ready by June. Really? Wow, yes. that's awesome. I'm hoping to do this one a lot faster than I did Braving Mountains. Yeah. What was the, the hardest thing about getting the book out? Well, being flooded and having to stop and rebuild the well, house. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Certain that things put like it that. to the side yeah. for a while. But uh, I think at the very end, I was tripping myself up. Because writing a book, you're, it's like giving birth to a baby. You're putting yourself out yeah. there, mm-hmm. and once it's out there, you can't get it. You can't control it anymore. And I think at the end, I was like finding every excuse in the world how not to publish oh, until okay. I finally just said, "Why am I doing this?" And Doctor Carlos came around and we're like, "All right." He's like, "Keith, come go. on, come on, come on, come on." And what that was something when Carlos uh, in the spring started having health issues, uh, and I was so very worried about him. And I thought, he told me about this a couple of years ago. He told me something will come up and it'll scare the bejesus out of you and then you'll get busy. Wow. And it was true. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good guy. And I really recommend anyone who thinks they want to do this to get in touch with him and let him mentor you through this process. He makes yeah. it so easy. Well, very good. Well, I think that's a great way to end the show. Uh, so, Keitha, thank you very much for being on. Janice, as always, thank you very much. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I enjoyed it. Thank you.